So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 223. I know I need to love myself, but how do I actually do it? That's what Beth said to me during our very first call. Beth had been making some pretty crappy choices with men, but she was a smart woman. She knew better. So why did she keep repeating these patterns? Picking a a guy that she essentially ended up taking care of, kind of like he was her uh, son during the marriage because he acted like a child. Uh, And then eventually he became resentful, cheated on her, and that ended. Why was it she continued to go back to the same kind of emotionally unavailable guys once she did get back on the dating market? Well, Beth had done a whole bunch of work in her life. She'd been to therapy. She'd read all the books. She'd watched the YouTube videos, listened to podcasts. She knew that she needed to love herself. She said, I know that it begins with self-love. I've seen the quotes online. I know the cliches, right? You've got to love yourself or learning to focus on me first. But how do you actually do it? It's one thing to know that self-love is the basis of a healthy relationship. And by the way, if you don't know that yet, then you haven't been doing your research. You haven't been a very good student in this relationships and dating area. You haven't read enough, watched enough, listened to enough, had enough conversations with actual experts who know what they're talking about. Because you'll never be loved by somebody more than you're even willing to or capable of loving yourself. By the way, that's not meant as a discouraging thing. That's not not meant to say no one will ever love you the way you only you will love you. No, no, no. If you're hearing it that way, that's old victim stuff. What I'm saying is, how could you serve somebody food you wouldn't even eat? Or if you look in the mirror and aren't thrilled with who you are and what you see, if you can't love what you see in the mirror and who you see in the mirror, how do you expect somebody else to? Self-love is the basis. It is the foundation. See, Beth had arrived at this through doing enough work. But how do we actually do self-love? You know, once we diagnose the source cause of problems, right? maybe we didn't get the right template from our parents. Or, you know, maybe I need to trust my intuition more instead of overruling myself, right? Instead of putting my needs last and ignoring my gut. Whatever the the core root cause is, we may know what we need to change, but it doesn't make it easy to change. So how do we just start loving ourselves? Well, there are two things you need to do. See, the reason we don't love ourselves is either because we're not doing the things that show ourselves, that demonstrate self-love, even though we say we love ourselves, we don't prove it, we don't act like it, and or we're not doing things to let go of our self-judgment, our low self-worth that came from our childhood. 
the deeper healing work around wounds, around feeling unworthy and unlovable, those are in those inner environments and some of those deep dive tools that I use with clients. There are so many modalities out there. I use a, a whole handful from inner freedom to auditorium exercises, parts integration, things that are similar to, to Hoffman, Imago, and you know, on and on. The tool chest is, is deep. But that's deeper, longer-term work. The second part, this part where we just have to demonstrate self-love to ourselves, that was what we were beginning to help Beth with. We start there because we can begin demonstrating it through self-care. There's another good old cliche. You've probably seen the quotes. Everybody says they know self-care is important, but they still don't do it. They start doing it, and then despite our best intentions, we get out of the habit. Why? Why don't we stay committed to ourselves? We feel good when we do the things we know we really need. Like my client who couldn't give herself permission to do what she really needed. You know what she really wanted desperately? Even just on a Sunday to have a couple hours to take a bubble bath, read a good book, spend a little time journaling. But instead, she was making sure she did extra work to be prepared for Monday at her job. She was spending more time hands-on with the kids instead of letting the nanny take care of it or letting the kids be with one of the other parent families that you know they would do parties with or being with her ex. She didn't give herself permission. She didn't prioritize self-care. The reason was those old self-worth wounds she'd grown up with. So we had to do a deep dive to clear those. But first you attempt it. You see if you can manage to actually demonstrate that you matter to yourself. See, she's gotten better at that. Beth keeps her appointments with herself. When it's time for her to do yoga, she does yoga because it feels good, because it's what she knows she needs. When she needs a break to go for a walk and get some fresh air and then come back to her work tasks, she does that for herself. When a man that she goes on a few dates with suddenly gives her an intuitive feeling like he's not really present, like he's... He's texting, but then he's disappearing, and then he's texting. She trusts her gut. She's like, something's off. He's hiding something or not showing me all of who he is. There's something off. I trust it. I'm not seeing him anymore. Yes, that is self-care. Your intuition saying, hey, this is unhealthy for us. Don't do it. And you honoring it, you setting a boundary. See, that teaches you that you matter. When something doesn't feel good, whether it's a food you eat in your body environment, go back, review those nine environments that I talk about in that first 10 secrets of this podcast. When we do things that don't feel good to us, sleeping with somebody and then even though we enjoyed it in some part, another part of us feeling bad, we don't really matter to them, we aren't special, they don't love us, or we judge ourselves for it, or that wasn't responsible the way we did it. We did it, but we don't feel good about having done it. When we don't speak up for ourselves with a friend, a family member, a coworker, we needed to, but we just allowed that thing that didn't feel good to just continue. Whenever we do something that doesn't feel loving towards ourselves, we're telling ourselves, you know what? I don't matter. 
My needs don't matter. And when my healthy, self-loving intuition speaks to me, says, hey, we need to do this. We need to eat healthy. We need to go for that run. We need to stop talking to that friend that's negative. We need to, to go back to, to school and get another professional certification so that we can move up and out of this office place that doesn't serve us anymore. When we ignore those things, when we do the things that feel bad instead of the things that feel good for us, that's the same as telling a little kid that you love them, but treating them like crap. Because that's what you're doing to your inner child. I love myself, but I treat myself like I, I have no respect for myself. You can't treat yourself like crap, but feel loved. So check in with your self-care. Are you able to do all the things you know are really good for you, the things that you know are healthy for you, even if they're uncomfortable? Or are you having trouble? You know, everyone knows that they can get in shape by exercising and eating healthy, for instance, but part of why they need health coaches like Anna are because of the behavioral part, because we have subconscious beliefs that make us hold ourselves back. Now, if that's the case, it's time to get into those old wounds and that backstory. But why don't you try actually treating yourself like you love yourself and you matter first? If you are a powerful woman who's tired of dating men who end up acting like boys or avoiding dating because you don't want another boy, you need to get on the wait list for my upcoming workshop, Date Men, Not Boys. Just go to datemennotboys.com and get on the wait list and we'll let you know as soon as that workshop's ready to happen. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.